Podcast Answer Man, episode number 337. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Hyatt from This Is Your Life and MichaelHyatt.com. You're listening to the man who has trained more people to podcast than anyone else on the planet. My friend Cliff Ravenscraft, he is the podcast answer man. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the podcast answer man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and this my friends is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode, there's something we can all do to take our show, our podcast, and honestly, everything else we do in life to the next level. Oh my goodness, my friends, that is right. I am so excited about today's show because, well... It is brand new, fresh content that uh, was just designed moments ago. I am very delighted to tell you that I've I've decided to go right back to the voicemail feedback hotline. I know it's been several weeks since I've delved into that cavern of uh, audio feedback from you guys, and I am delighted to say that I have plenty. I'm delighted to say that I'm delighted a lot. Interesting. But anyway, I do have several questions and some audio feedback from you that I'll be sharing in this week's episode and getting a lot of those things caught up for you. I know some of you have been waiting for a very long time for these answers, and so I'm delighted to get them to you today. That was one more delighted. Hmm. You ever find yourself that you pick up brand new repetitive words like as soon as you decide, oh, wow, I say that a lot. And then you decide, "Mm, I'm going to do something about that. I'm, I'm going to do my best to kind of reduce the number of times that I say that word. And then you just pick up a brand new repetitive word. So why bother? Just be delighted. There's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? You know what? Before I get into the first question of the day, I, I wanted to tell you that I just had an experience yesterday that I have not had in a very long time. It was this experience. I was walking outside yesterday it was 26 degrees so the fahrenheit by the way for those of you outside of the united states which is below freezing and i had just finished having a one hour long mastermind call with my personal mastermind and um i was getting ready to record an episode of my show called pursuing a balanced life and you know it was sunny and but it was at the same time freezing cold and i didn't even notice the freezing cold temperatures because the hour long mastermind call was pretty inner interesting conversation that i had with my mastermind and then you know that i was actually so heavily involved in what i was sharing and so excited and passionate about what i was sharing in pursuing a balanced life that the the cold wasn't even an issue now here's the deal i normally record those episodes when i'm out walking it's 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 just like a daily audio journal for me and has a ton of valuable information if you've never checked it out i highly encourage you to check out pursuingabalancelife.com especially those of you who really like to hear about uh, the business decisions that i make and and you know how things are going when it relates to the decisions well business decisions, and how do I mix and manage that with my other personal goals and personal and professional goals in life, family, faith, fitness, health, all that other stuff. It, it, it really, there's a lot there. But here's the deal. It was freezing cold, and I've recorded literally hundreds of episodes. That's not an exaggeration. There are 567 episodes of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And the thing that happened yesterday, or I've had hundreds of these episodes where I use my recorder and I know that when you hit the record button one time, it goes into standby mode, it's blinking and everything's fine. And then when you hit it a second time, that's when it goes solid, the light, little recording light goes solid and you can actually see by the counting on the display that it is in fact recording. And I know this. And yesterday I was out walking 
and it was so cold and I didn't have gloves with me. So I had this really large, uh, oversized uh, sweatshirt hoodie that I received as a speaker for the platform conference when I was in Dallas, Texas. Thank you, Michael Hyatt, for that, by the way. And uh, and the folks over there at the platform conference planning team. But anyway, I, I, I had this amazing, uh, awesome, oversized sweatshirt and I just pulled it out over my hands and folded it, you know, held it kind of crunched up in my hand. And that was keeping my hands warm while I was out walking. And I had my recorder. I went ahead and hit it. I hit start. And then I pulled that's what I actually done it with my hands playing, you know, uh, exposed and everything. And I, I, I saw that I hit the record button. I confirmed it was recording. And then I wrapped my, um, you know, sleeve around my hand and then went and held it in my hand, held the recorder in my hand, basically kind of monkey gripping this thing, if you can imagine, with, uh, you know, with this whole situation. And then I'm, you know, I'm walking, I'm getting tons and tons of steps. You know, I'm on this big, huge uh, battle to to take over and recover my my health and physical fitness like I did several years ago but really making it a lifetime effort. And one of the things that I'm doing is getting a minimum of 10,000 steps every day. And yesterday I was like, dude, I'm gonna so have 20,000 steps. It's not, it's gonna be a total no brainer. And I'm recording this amazing episode and, I, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm starting to wind down. You know, this has been a really good episode, but, but I, I'm gonna keep walking, but I probably don't want this thing to be too long of an episode for those who are listening. So I should probably you know, wind this thing down. And so I look down at the display and I see that it says, you know, I see a two, a two colon 10. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if I, I've been recording for an hour and two minutes and 10 seconds. And then I look down again and I'm like, wait a second, that's just, that still says an hour and two minutes and 10 seconds. It didn't change. It should at least be one hour, two minutes and 14 seconds at this point. But no, it says, I, I clearly see the two and I see the 10. And, and so I, I, I look at it closer and then I'm like, wait a second, that says two minutes, 10 seconds, and it's stuck there. Oh my gosh. I had recorded approximately an hour long episode. One of probably the best episodes that I've recorded in a long time of Pursuing a Balanced Life. I mean, it was awesome. And I accidentally, with my little thumb or or one of my fingers because of the way that I was holding it with my sweatshirt bent over my hands somewhere I must have you know kind of rearranged how I was holding the recorder in my hand and accidentally at two minutes and 10 seconds into the recording I hit the pause button I was devastated and uh, if you if you go, you can go to pursuingabalancelife.com and listen to episode number 567 and you can just hit play and you'll hear just the devastation in my voice. I'm like, oh, and and so I rec- I started recording a new episode and I'm it's like I already knew it's like I'm not going to create. There's no way I'll recreate what happened in that episode. None, none of it was planned. Everything that I had shared was 100 percent off to the top of my head. And I don't know that I could even remember everything that I said in the episode. And I certainly couldn't say it the same way. And it wouldn't have the same meaning. It would kind of lose its original feel and flair. And, and it, it was just not possible. And <laughs> I'm trying to think of where this is at. Was it on Facebook? Um, there, There's a part in the episode. Because I, I, I posted this on... Um, I posted this somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's Evan Agee. He says... He goes, he goes, I laughed so hard. Thanks for this. And then he quotes something that I said in the episode. And, and it kind of just gives you the feel. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to see if I can do this without laughing. Anyway, Evan quoted something I said. I said, assuming that you're sitting down, you're probably not. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm like, man, was I a downer or what? <laughs> but I was so so upset. But here's the deal. I I literally, I realized, man, this re-recording of this episode is a total train wreck from the very beginning. There's, there really is zero hope for this episode. I should just dump it. I, and, and I'm even saying that I should probably just delete this. You'll probably never hear, you know, I didn't say this, but you know, you'll probably never hear this, but for whatever reason, I made the decision. 
I'm going to keep on. I'm going to keep pressing forward with this episode. And here's what I know, and this is what I told folks. This is what I know. Those episodes are oftentimes people's favorite episodes because it's so real. You really get to, it's it's not like I'm trying to pretend that I'm all happy or excited or whatever. It's, dude, you get the, this is as raw as it gets. And I, that's why I love, Evan says, assuming that you're sitting down, you're probably not. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's just like, who cares anymore? It's fun, you know, and and this is what I share with folks. You know, I love being real. I love just being authentic in a podcast episode. I I think you should have fun. I think you should just be yourself. And it doesn't always have to sound produced. It doesn't always have to sound professional. It doesn't always have to be on top of your game and uh, and stuff like that. But anyway, if, if you're interested in finding out what a train wreck sounds like, in fact, there's one point where I go completely silent. I mean, now obviously this is an outside recording. There's ambient noise. You can hear cars and trucks and everything passing. And I think there, it, of course, for me, it seems like it's forever. You know, it seemed like it was like 20 seconds, but there's probably, there's about a, there's a spot in there for, for what in, in reality is about three to five seconds of me not saying anything. And that's where I almost hit the record button. And I said, ah, forget it. I'm going to keep going. Uh, and and you can just feel it in the episode. But it was fun. And, and here's the deal. I know people are going to love that episode. And uh, and and yeah, so so I put it out. I Why do I share that? Well, number one, just because it's an interesting story. Make sure that, number one, you're, you hit the record button. And make sure you don't accidentally hit that pause button. Now, that doesn't happen very often. In fact... That's the first time that's ever happened to me, and I can almost assure you that it'll be the last, because <laughs> that was that was a frustrating experience, and I really feel bad about not having the original recording of what I uh, had had in the the what I thought was the original recording, but it was fun, and yeah, and not only that, but you'll if you want uh, to listen to episode number five sixty seven. Uh, you'll hear a little bit about how I'm doing in my own personal fitness journey. You know, talking about taking everything in your life to the next level. Uh, I've been on a pretty amazing journey, and I will just go ahead and spoil it for you right here because I know some of you may not be interested in going and checking out another episode or another podcast right now. But I just got on the scale today, and since November 1st, 2013, I have lost 14.5 pounds 14.5 pounds since november 1st and today is december 12th so in about a month and a half and uh by the way thank you very much i know that some of you are saying wow congratulations that's awesome and and i feel great um it it is really awesome and if you want to hear a little bit about that and you want to you want to you want to be inspired to to take your own life into your own hands and 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 make some changes. I encourage you to check out pursuingabalancedlife.com. It's what actually it is my favorite show that I produce. I enjoy producing pursuing a balanced life more than I enjoy producing this podcast right here. I have no problem telling you that. It's just the reality. Um I I my favorite podcast that I produce is pursuingabalancedlife.com. So there you go. Fun, fun stuff. Where are we going next? We're going to the voicemail feedback hotline, as I told you. And the first question comes from Chad, Eddie. Now, here's the thing. You're, I'm, I, I get to sit back and relax for a little bit because I've already pre-recorded Chad's response or my response to Chad is what I should say. And it's actually going to sound much different than what I sound like right now because I'm actually going to be responding to him using the exact equipment that I'm going to recommend to him in response to his question. So, Chad, take it away, and then pre-recorded Cliff will take over. Hi, Cliff. My name is Chad Eddy, and I'm at chadeddy.com. This is a question for the podcast Answer Man. Hey, I have a lot of ideas for podcasts coming up. Um, one of the ideas that I have is to record sermons that I preach and, uh, and podcast them. Um, I've heard a lot of sermons online. Some of them are really, really great. They sound great. Some of them uh, sound far less than sanctified. So I want to know if you have any recommendations for equipment um, everywhere from the microphone to use uh, to the recording device. If you could uh, answer that question, that'd be really great. Thanks a lot for what you do, Cliff. I really appreciate your show, and I'm looking forward to getting into the podcast world in a big way. 
All right, Chad, well, thank you so much for your question, and I am very excited to tell you that just recently on one of my podcast mastermind calls, I have a member of the podcast mastermind who is a professor, and he was actually saying that he wanted to actually start recording his lectures where he can include bits and pieces from his lectures in his podcast. And one of the things that he wanted to do is know exactly what people would recommend as a good lapel mic. Well, through the conversation there, I heard about a microphone that I had never heard of before, and it was the Rode Lavalier. Now, this Rode Lavalier, that's R-O-D-E, Lavalier, it is a Lavalier microphone that you can have um, different adapters for and plug it into all sorts of different things. Now... That is, I think it was like just around $250 for that lavalier. I've heard wonderful things about it. I have no experience with it at all. But while we were looking for it online, I did come across the Rode Smart Lav. Now, this is something that really intrigued me because I found it on Amazon for $60. And I happen to be recording my response to you right now from the Rode Smart Lav. So basically what I did is I ordered this for $60 from Amazon, came in a little box, and all it is is it's a lavalier microphone that you put on just like any other lavalier. In fact, the little fuzzy thing, I kind of like how the fuzzy thing works because it, it has like this little sticky edge on it, so it, it's, it doesn't feel like I'm going to lose that little foam ball. But anyway, it's just the lavalier. It's got the clip that'll clip on your shirt, just like any other lav will. And then it has, oh, it, do I have no idea how long the cable is, but it's just long enough for the, the, to, the cable's just long enough for it to go from the actual lav mic all the way down through your shirt and into your pocket. Because the other end of this, the plug, is a 1/8 inch TRRS plug, which is a tip ring ring sleeve plug, which if you actually were to look at your iPhone or Android headphones that has the mic built in, you'll see that it actually has an extra ring around it. And that's because one of those rings is devoted to actually sending a microphone signal into your smartphone. Now, the cool thing about this is that this is a very high-quality condenser microphone that has a plug that's made specifically to work with your Android or your iPhone device. Now, this is specifically showing, um, obviously, for me on an iPhone because I'm using an application that they made to go with this. Now, the application is the Rode REC app or Rode Rec app. In iTunes, it's $5.99, and so I happen to be recording this audio into a special application made by Rode, and I decided to go ahead and buy the app, even though I have other software. In fact, normally I would just use my iTalk application made by Griffin to record, but I saw that there were a couple features of this Rec Record app from them, and that is, is that it would actually allow you to set the gain of the microphone. So you can actually do a couple little uh, bits and pieces of testing on your mic levels and you can see what the levels are. And if you want to, you can turn the sensitivity of the microphone down or turn the sensitivity up. In other recording applications, they require they actually do it for you. It's automatic. Um, but yeah, it seems to be doing extremely well. I've tested that, this out the other day and I think it is a perfect solution. And so here's what I would recommend. I do highly recommend the Rode, R-O-D-E, Smart Lav for what you're doing with your sermons. And I suggest this for speakers who want to go and uh, have, record their own versions of their, their talks when they go to these things. Basically, you just have, you put on your own little lav. Even if you have somebody issuing you a lav there, you can put your own little lav on, plug it into your smartphone, hit record. By the way, one of the things that I make sure to do is always put my phone in airplane mode. And the cool thing is, is with, I know this works on the iPhone, and I'm sure it would work on an Android if you had some kind of Android set up there. But uh, we, you can hit record and then confirm that it's recording and then lock the phone, close the phone. So hit the little button on the top, and that way you don't have to worry about it accidentally stopping the recording or anything of that nature. So 
uh, yeah, I like it. And when it's done, I'm able to hit stop. I, there are a multitude of ways that I can upload this to my computer. They have direct functionality with SoundCloud. They have Dropbox. You can email it. You can actually upload it to an FTP. There's lots of, you can, e so there's a lot of different ways that you can get these audio files. And in fact, you can actually have it um, go into an MP3 file. So it'll actually convert it into an MP3 file. Now there's only one MP3 setting and that's 320 kilobits per second, which is perfectly fine. I I'd rather send that than a WAV file recording. And 320 kilobits per second is, is a very high quality MP3 file. So Chad, my recommendation to you is the smartphone that you probably already own and uh, if, you, if it happens to be the iPhone, then I certainly do recommend the Rode Rec app and the uh, Rode Smart Lavalier microphone, the Smart Lav. So let me just tell you, I do have some affiliate links on this. And uh, if anybody's interested, I have gspn.tv slash smartlav for the microphone. Again, GSPN is my overall network, generally speaking, production network. So it's gspn.tv slash smartlav. And then if you want the direct link to the application that I'm using to record this, it is gspn.tv slash roadapp, R-O-D-E-A-P-P. -P. Thanks, Chad, and uh, good luck with uh, recording those sermons. All right, so there you go. That was, how's that for a recommendation for you? And I do actually enjoy that. I mean, obviously there's a different sound between, you know, me responding to Chad with that gear compared to bringing, you know, you know, speaking into my Heil PR40 with all my studio setup. But it is really a great device and I can't believe it's only $60. There, by the way, there are some much cheaper options out there. I have tried a few of them and they're disastrously horrible. I don't even know if that's appropriate English, but it doesn't matter because it conveys exactly how I feel about some of those things. You get what you pay for. For $60, though, you get a lot more than what you pay for. I think you get more value than $60 out of this uh, Rode Smart Lab. And yeah, I think it's great. Matter of fact, I'm pretty darn sure that the next time I do a talk, and rather than uh, using my... Uh, Roland recorder with just setting it up on the uh, podium as my backup audio recording. I'm just going to uh, hook this up to my smartphone, uh, my iPhone. And I'm going to hit record and then close my phone, on, you know, as long as it's in airplane mode, stick it in my pocket. And that's how I'm going to record my talk in the future. So, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see how that works out. Uh, well, I, I know it's going to work out great, but anyway, that's what I'm going to do. So there you go. Uh, moving along. Oh, by the way, real quickly, did you notice that I had told Chad that the reason I first found out about this smart lab was because it came up as a topic of conversation in the podcast mastermind with one of my mastermind members? Well, I do have a brand new promo for the podcast mastermind, and I'd love to play that for you right now. Are you sick and tired of running in the rat race? Are you ready to escape the shackles of working for the man to pursue meaningful and fulfilling work? What if there was a small group of like-minded individuals that were devoted to helping you find personal and professional success? A community dedicated to helping you take everything in your life to the next level. PodcastMastermind.com Now is the time to boost your confidence and productivity. What is the Podcast Mastermind? Find out at PodcastMastermind.com Well, there you go. Thank you very much to my good friends over at Music Radio Creative for that awesome promo that they made for my Podcast Mastermind. And again, check it out over at PodcastMastermind.com for more details and uh, if you want to take your personal and professional growth in, on your entrepreneurial path to the next level in 2014, I encourage you to check that out, podcastmastermind.com. And we are going to now move over to a voicemail that uh, unfortunately got left out until just this week, and it came from Keith Rushing, and you'll under understand why I say unfortunately it got left out until just today. But anyway, Keith, take it away. Hello, Cliff. My name is Keith Rushing. And I met you at the Platform Conference uh, in Dallas last week. Cliff, I'm interested in taking your podcasting A to Z class beginning November the 18th. And my question is, uh, should I order my equipment package from you 
first and have it set up uh, well I'll get more benefit out of the uh, A to Z class I, it seems like that I would so uh, that's what I need to know and also how long does it take for me to receive this equipment uh, from the time I order it from you thank you all right, Keith, thank you for the question. Unfortunately, um, you know, when it comes to my voicemail feedback hotline, uh, these questions come in and they actually sit in in a different uh, place inside of my email inbox. They they kind of get filed away for when I'm ready to, to get dig out some ideas and topics for content here for the show. And that happens every couple weeks or so. I'll, I'll pull out some questions and answer him, answer them here in the episode, as you can see. And unfortunately, Today was the first time I just heard this message, and well, we're now, tomorrow is the final day of the November slash December course of Podcasting A to Z, and you're not in it, so gosh, I'm, I am I feel so bad about that, but I want to tell you that the next session for Podcasting A to Z is coming up March 3rd, or no, I'm sorry, February 3rd or 4th, ah, anyway, go, go to podcastingatoz.com, it's the first Monday in February. And uh, I would love to have you in that session if you're still interested. But the, to answer anybody's question who's thinking about taking podcasting A to Z, if you don't already own equipment, my recommendation is that you wait and purchase equipment after the first or second day of the first week of the course. Why? Because during that first week, I assign a topic called Equipment Options for Every Budget. And it is a very detailed, extremely thorough listing of all the different options that are available to you. And you may or may not need all of that equipment uh, or desire all that equipment, I should say. Um, now, there, I will tell you right now that on, a, on an average size of 20 to 30 students in my podcasting A to Z course, on average, about 8 to 10 students will purchase my full equipment package. So if you're leaning in that direction, probably you're going to go in that direction and you'd be completely fine. But it doesn't hurt to wait because here's here's the deal. Week one of the course is a lot of talking about your podcast and branding and things of that nature. The first thing, though, is we talk about your equipment options. The first assignment really is one of the most important assignments in week one is get your equipment purchased. And when you do that, um, you should have it. If you do it early enough in week one, you should have everything ready to go in week two, which of course is when we talk about equipment setup. And there's lots of tutorials on equipment setup and recording and editing and all of those things. So, and and by the way, if you don't get your equipment until week three, it, you're still perfectly fine because I have things set up in such a way that really week four is a catch-up week for everyone. So in reality, I would say the best thing to do is to wait. Um, you know, that most salespeople would say, man, he's on the fence. You better tell him to buy now. And that's just not how I do things. So I would recommend hold off on your purchase until week one. How long does it take for my equipment to get there from the time you purchase? It takes three to five business days usually closer to the three business days. And I've noticed that some people who order equipment in Texas sometimes have it the very next day, although uh, that that's just due to the fact that the uh, equipment for my supplier is shipped out of their warehouse uh, in Grand Prairie, Texas. So it depends on where you live, but it's usually about three business days from the day that we send them the order, and it can take up to five. There you go. That is Keith's answer. And uh, Keith, I hope I didn't miss the opportunity to work with you. And potentially, I look forward to working with you in the February 2013 class. Now, the next uh, piece of audio coming off the voicemail feedback hotline is not a question as much as it is uh, some feedback. Well, and a request. But anyway, I'll let Savas tell you all about it. Hello, Cliff. This is Savas Flores. I met you in uh, Dallas, Texas, and then meet, meet up in Dallas, Texas. Okay, today I want to say thank you so much for everything you do for everybody, providing value. I am thankful for you to give me all the information I need to succeed in life. You know my story. I grew up in a little village with no electricity. I used to milk cows and cow wheels. 
riding horses to a school. I came here in 1998 with nothing. I didn't speak a word in English. And thank you to you and everybody, all these people who do this great podcast to help people. I have been learning a lot of stuff. Thank you so much. And I need a favor. Do you remember you you took a picture with me? Can you send me the picture? I'm going to send the information. Thank you so much, Cliff, for everything. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. God bless you. And continue providing value for people. Thank you, man. Bye. All right. So, Sabas, thank you so much for the feedback. And uh, I, I appreciate you too, my friend. And I w- let me just say, it was an honor to meet Sabas in, in Dallas. And he is such an inspiring person. He's such, he has such an amazing story. And I, I really encouraged him to, to get out there and make sure that he is consistently getting in front of people and telling them about his story because I think it will inspire and motivate others. Now, one of the things that I know is that he has a website at yourfinancialmotivator.com. All right, yourfinancialmotivator.com. Now, he's not done much with his with his English version of his site. Now, I believe that he is very, very active in uh, his, I think it's a Spanish site. So he's got a Spanish site that he does that he's very active on. And unfortunately, I'm not completely sure. Uh, it, it, I, uh, I'm not even going to try it. I, my, my Spanish is so bad. But uh, he, he is very, uh, very, very active in the sp- Spanish community and having a, a Spanish version of a site that is not something that I'm, a, I'm familiar with. But let me tell you, if you look at his about page, because you're not going to see much information on his English version of the site. There are like two blog posts that just are there to set things up. But I, he did create an about page. And I think his about page actually gives you a little bit more of a feel of who he is. Now, one of my least favorite things to do is to actually read text off of a screen while I'm recording into a podcast. So I'm not even going to attempt it. But my Mac has the built-in ability to do text-to-speech. And I'm going to allow the voice Tom for my Mac to read to you what's on Sabas's about page. So have a listen. My name is Sabas Flores. Since I was a child, I liked having my own stuff. I remember thinking how I would achieve my dreams and all the things I wanted in life. I arrived in the United States, the country of opportunity, on July 14, 1998, with one hand in the front and one in back, that is an expression meaning without anything but full of dreams. I worked at many different places from fast food to garbage collecting, when things were tough. Then I thought that there had to be another way of doing things. It was then I made the decision to study English and computer. Through proficiency in English and extensive knowledge of computers, I would have more doors open to me. Now living in this amazing country, my dreams and goals began to change. It was in September 2005 when I was struck with excitement and passion for finance and investment. Meanwhile, that same year was a year of many blessings for my wife Kelly and I with the birth of our beautiful twin daughters, Sophia and Gracie. With these blessings came the realization that we had accumulated $91,000 in debt. Every penny that we earned was being used to pay these obligations. Then was when we decided to change and organize our lives. We started to do our budget with every penny having its own destination. We needed to tell the money where to go, not the money to tell us. Our next goal was to be rid of all our debt. We were disciplined with our finances for five years. Finally, in June 2010, We had the privilege of saying we are debt-free. Since then I have been studying personal finance, investment, motivation and communication. Now I want to help and serve the people around the world by helping solve problems with money, helping others get out of debt, and motivating others to realize their dreams, goals and achieve success in life. Wow. I tell you what, Sabas, you, my friend, are an inspiration to me. And I I continue to wish you great success in all that you um, set out to do and and certainly you have 
done some amazing things. And uh, from your beginnings of where you started to where you are today is is truly a story that that I hope in the future I might even be able to call upon you to tell to a larger audience in some way, shape, or form down the road. But anyway, as you requested, I have emailed you the photo that we took together. And why why do I include this? Why not just keep this personal between myself and Sabas? Well, number one, he called it on the voicemail feedback hotline for the show. But uh, another reason is, you know, hey, you never know who's listening to your show. And one thing I can guarantee you, people like Sabas are not listening to your show if you haven't yet created one. Just saying. <laughs> Get out there. People like Sabas need to hear you. They need to be motivated and inspired by you to take action in their lives. And and who knows, before too long, you'll start getting those uh, kind of uh, feedback from people who say, I really appreciate you and what you mean to me. And uh, I can tell you right now, as a podcaster, it's, it is the fuel that keeps the fire burning when it comes to creating content week after week after week. So Sabas, thank you for that. And God bless you too, my friend. All right. Next question is Colin and he wants to know how much is too much about me? Hi, Cliff. It's, uh, my name's Colin. I'm calling from uh, Buckinghamshire, England. I've got a question for you um, for the podcast answer man uh, podcast. I'm starting a new podcast. It's on a specific uh, medical problem topic, um, HIV, which is something I have. Um, now, I'm finding myself recording uh, the first few episodes and I'm talking about myself a lot. Um, I'm just wondering how much I should be talking about myself. Part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I want to be able to make other people who have HIV understand that they're not alone and they all, we're all experiencing the same problems. But at the same time, when I listen back to it, it's all me, 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 me. Now, I do have separate segments on news and other things, but I just wanted to hear from you your thoughts on how much you should actually discuss yourself within a podcast. Okay, thanks, Cliff. Love your show. Um, and I look forward to uh, an answer if I get one. Thanks. Bye. Well, Colin, you are going to get an answer, and thank you for the question. And, and by the way, thank you for creating content. And I love your question, and 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 I I'll tell you the quick answer to your question. I'll, I'll I'll expand upon it, but let me just tell you this: I told you that my favorite podcast that I personally produce, the favorite show that I've ever done in my life, is called Pursuing a Balanced Life. It has five hundred sixty-seven episodes, and every single word of every episode is about me. And so I'm totally cool with it. Um, it. Probably Podcast Answer Man is a little bit more about me than than some people uh, desire. In fact, I know this to be the case because over the years I've gotten that feedback. And you know what? I've can I've pretty much said, well, this show is my show, and I like talking about me, and I like talking about my story. Not that I'm an egomaniac, although sometimes I do question how much my ego gets in the way. But the reality is, is that I feel that my calling in life, and in fact, let me go and can I share with you uh, my mission statement? My, you know, what is it that drives me? What, what is my mission? What is my purpose in life? And, and here it is. My, I'm going to read to you just the first half of my mission statement. Uh, my mission is to dedicate my life to entertaining, educating, encouraging, and inspiring others to share my passions and experiences in life in an authentic and transparent way that inspires others to make positive changes in their lives and to connect with others around shared passions. So what is my purpose? My mission in life is to take my passions and my experiences and share them in an authentic and transparent way. That's who I am. That's what I want to do. And that, my friends, is what Podcast Answer Man is going to be about, regardless of whether or not everybody likes that. So I created Podcast Answer Man, and, and that's why a lot of the content surrounds me and my story and my journey and my experience and taking my public speaking to the next level. That's why the first 13 and a half minutes was my talking about how I completely messed up, but still produced an episode anyway for my community uh, for pursuing a balanced life. It's me. It's my story. And people love it. 
Not everyone loves it. And and let me tell you this, Colin, you will get some people who say, dude, it, this show's all about you. And, and it's like, you know what? Uh, no, I won't say it. My wife and I have an internal joke that's a little bit crude. And we even have a domain about it. But uh, you just tell them to go get their own darn podcast. All right. That, that, that's the uh, that's the cleaner version of it. But uh, no, you create your podcast and create it and, and you do what you feel led to do. You want to talk about your experience. You want to share your experience about what you're dealing with. This is this is a real thing to you. It, it's something that that I'm sure is is every day. It's, it's something that affects every waking moment of your life. And so you you have lots of thoughts and lots of fears and lot of lots of anxieties and and the reality that you've learned is that you're not alone that there are other people and you want other people to understand that wait if you think you're all alone like I once did you're not i'm this i'm i'm here to share with you my story and what i've learned along the way and and Colin i think it's admirable admirable is that right i admire what you're doing I th- I want to highly encourage it, and and I want to encourage you to, to to keep doing it. In fact, one of the things that um, I notice is that there are some people who are afraid that they don't have anything of value to share. They feel like um, they they don't have enough content of their own about whatever topic it is that their podcast is about. And so what they do is they're the, on the opposite of the end of the spectrum from you and they feel like they can't create a show unless they have an interviewee, some other expert, some other this or that that can speak eloquently and, and give so much more valuable information than they have because they, they just don't know much as much about it as the experts do. And I will tell you that right now, there's a lot of people who are really missing out on the benefits of podcasting because their inter- their podcast is nothing more than an interview podcast. Now, I'm not against interview podcasts. I think there's a lot of value in some of them. But what I'm talking about specifically are people who desire to become known for something. They actually want to be seen as, as an authority in a specific area, a specific niche. They actually want to create a career about something that they're passionate about. But they struggle with believing they have anything of value of their own to say. And so their immediate response is to jump right into an expert interview podcast. And all you're doing there in many many cases is you're explaining, I don't feel confident that I have anything of value to share myself. So that's why I bring all these other people who obviously do have great value for you. And what I love, Colin, is that you understand that you do have great value. And that what you are experiencing is information that other people need to hear. And so I, I number one, thank you for creating your show. And number two, I encourage you to keep doing it. And number three, the only thing that I hate is the fact that I don't know where your show is. You didn't say. So what I want you to do, Colin, is please go to podcastanswerman.com slash 337. Again, podcastanswerman.com slash three. Three seven, And in the comment section, I just want you to put, hey guys, this is Colin, and the link to my podcast episode is, our, our podcast is, and then put it in there. Now, let me just tell you what happens in the comment section when people put a link like that in there. Chances are, if somebody's going to mark it for spam, I want to tell you that I'll eventually, I will, I'll be on the lookout for that, and I'll make sure that you get unmarked for spam. And um, I, I will make sure that it stays in there. And I and for those of you who either are suffering from, you know, in dealing with HIV or, you know, somebody that is and that would be interested in Colin's show, uh, I her- highly encourage you to, to go over to podcastanswerman.com slash 337 and look to see if Colin has responded with a link to his show. There you go. Colin, congratulations on 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 creating that content. All right, uh, one more question. This one comes from Mike, and it's about whether or not I think he's okay with Podomatic. Hmm. Anyway, let me go ahead and play the question, and then I'll see how I respond. Hi, Cliff. I'm Mike Brookson, host of the Mike Brookson's podcast, and I have a question to you. Um, do you think that a beginner without a budget should use a service like the one I'm using now uh, from a website called Podomatic where um, we have our website and media hosting in the same place for free 
And this is only in the beginning because I don't have a big audience. I have like 20 people who listen to my podcast every time I upload an episode. So I would like to hear what's your point of view. Um, by the way, love your podcast and I hope you continue doing the great work you d sorry you're doing. All right, Mike, thank you so much for your question. Uh, it's a very difficult one for me to answer right away because I don't want to necessarily say anything negative about any particular service. But let me just say that there are some services out there that I personally despise. All right. So and, and I think that they are absolutely horrendous because they do things such as holding RSS feeds hostage. And what I mean by that is that if you sign up for certain services, uh, those services will give you an RSS feed. They'll submit it to iTunes for you. They'll do everything just like you said. And well, it, 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 you're great doing things wonderful. Now, if your show all of a sudden becomes something you want to invest a little bit more in down the road and things like that, well, you need to sign up for these the, the certain services uh, paid for plans and they may not be the most economical or the best options for you once you get a little bit more serious down the road. And the problem with some services online, um, the, those services, if you were to try to move and change all of your stuff over to a different place, they will not allow you to take your RSS feed with you. They will, even though it's technically possible to just put a little line of code in there to help you take your subscribers and to do a, a little thing called a forward, a permanent forward, to, so that anybody who ever, you know, finds that old thing, they, they, they can all be switched over to your new place of, your new residence for your podcast. Even though it's super easy and a lot of services out there will allow you to take your feed with you, uh, there are some services that I despise that don't allow you to do this. They will tell you that they can't do it or sometimes they may be uh, forthcoming enough to tell you that they simply won't do it. Now, you happen to be using a service that may or may not be one of those services. That, that's all I'm going to say. Now, with that being said, uh, if somebody has zero budget to create a podcast, can you create a podcast? Absolutely you can. And in fact, the only thing I will tell you is that it's no big deal, Mike, except for the fact that it sounds to me like you already have a podcast, so it's already too late for you to follow this advice. But is it okay for other people to use a free service like any of these services and feel okay? Yes. As long as you use FeedBurner to set up your feed, I think you'll be just fine. So what I would do is if I were going to, let's just say I was going to use Podomatic, I would create a, I would, if I had zero budget, I could go to Podomatic. I could have them have a page for my podcast. I can have them create an RSS feed. I would just make sure that they are not submitting my feed to iTunes. And then what I would do is I would take the RSS feed from that Podomatic service and I would take it over to FeedBurner and then I would do what we call burn the feed uh, and make it iTunes compatible, which it already is iTunes compatible, but I would actually use FeedBurner's ability to make it iTunes compatible. And um, then I would take the FeedBurner feed and submit that to iTunes. And that way, if you ever change your mind down the road, you can simply sign up for a service somewhere else, create your own little WordPress site or whatever you want to do down the road. And it's as simple as going and making one setting change. And that's it. So, and by the way, if you have not done so already, I encourage you to go to learnhowtopodcast.com. That is my absolutely 100% free tutorial on how to podcast and it actually talks about this exact thing. So again, that's learnhowtopodcast.com. Now, uh, one other thing that you said, and, I'll, and, and this is just a little personal pet peeve of mine, and I think you said that, you know, I've got this little podcast and I've only got 20 to 25 people who subscribe and listen to the show every week. And I just want to say to you, dude, you have 20 to 25 people who listen to you that's huge. Put 20 to 25 people in a room and have them come every single week to hear you talk. That's that. There's a lot of value and a lot of power in that. So just keep that in mind. It's not only 20 to 25 people. It is, wow, I have 20 
to 25 people who actually listen to what I have to say. How cool on a, on a consistent basis. How cool is that? That's pretty darn awesome. All right. Well, my friends, I am going to go ahead and hit the button here. I know. Check this out. One of the shortest episodes of Podcast Answer Man in a very, very long time. But uh, yeah, I, things are going extremely well here. I hope that you enjoyed me going in and diving into the voicemail feedback hotline. Uh, hopefully, we'll be doing that more often in the coming weeks. But uh, you never know. If you want to know how you can provide audio feedback as far as questions for the show, and by the way, I usually only play questions for the show, but uh, if you have a question for Podcast Answer Man, you can call it in at 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number, 859-795-4067. Or you can go to podcastanswerman.com slash feedback, and you will see a page where you can... uh, have multiple opportunities, different ways that you can provide feedback for the show. Podcastanswerman.com slash feedback. Just know this. I don't play every question in the podcast, and it could be weeks, if not months, before your question gets answered. But even if you find out your answer before I get around to it on the show, it makes something of great value for other people who are listening along. In fact, some of the questions here today were about two months old so anyway it is what it is i hope you enjoyed it hey real quick um just want to say again if you have not thought about it already uh, my next podcasting a to z course is coming up in february and i am absolutely blown away this is i i well i know what it is it's the dallas tech my platform conference talk on creating a podcast within 90 days i know this is why it's happening but I'm just pulling up here my spreadsheet just so I can give you an accurate number. But as of today, December 12th, I already have six students who are registered and paid in full for the February Podcasting A to Z course. This has never happened before. It's never had this many people this far in advance. So I have no doubt in my mind that the February session is going to actually sell out, especially once I go to... Um, New Media Expo and give them the talk about why all those bloggers should be podcasting. So if you want to get in, you want to get in right away. Go to podcastinga2z.com. Again, podcastinga2z.com. And I'd love to work with you in that February session. And the one last thing I just want to say is thank you to the folks who have been using my Bluehost affiliate link for signing up for your hosting account for your podcasts. Uh, I don't know if I, let's see, is it tyculinarian.com? I think that's right. ubergoodexperience.com is one of my uh, podcasting A to Z students currently. thebridgepodcast.com is another one of my current podcasting A to Z students. Thank you guys so much for using my Bluehost affiliate link. As you know, when you sign up with Bluehost, I get a great commission check. If you want to find out more, go to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. Thank you guys. Podcast. It's a man.